Hi, it's Hazel Jennings, and this is The Hardest Part, a podcast where I talk to people about the hardest part of something they've done, and then I edit our conversation into an episode short enough that you could listen to the whole thing while you take a shower, as long as it's like a 10 to 15 minute shower. Um, I talked to my one of my best friends, Megan Dunchak, who is a runner, and we talked about the hardest part of training for a half marathon and becoming someone who runs long distances. Um, I think when I think of runners, I think of them smugly talking about their runner's high. Uh, my favorite part of our conversation is that she doesn't do that. Uh, she is also pregnant with her first child and talks about running while gestating. I uh, hope you like it. My name is Megan. I am 34 years old. And I want to talk about the hardest part about training for a half marathon. We're going to talk about going from not really being someone who puts any trust or value in their physical strength or capabilities to someone that runs long-ish distances. What's the longest distance you've ever run? 13, what's a half marathon? 13 point something. 13 point something. At one time. I've run longer than that combined for a relay race, but that's in three parts, so How long it doesn't was really that? count. It's like 21, I think, miles. How long did it take you to go from not running at all to running a half marathon? Probably about, it probably took about a year. You'd think if you have long legs, you'd be good at running, but that is not my experience. <laughs> and I just had lots of little injuries that would crop up and then I'd have to like take time off and then try to get back in it. Was there ever a time that you wanted to give up that you were really frustrated? I hated every minute of running for the first like two and a half years probably that I did it. Everything hurt. I never, I didn't ever want to go. I didn't want to leave the house. Well, so the first time that you train for a half marathon, every long run is the longest run you've ever done in your life. So like every week you're like, oh, I've never run this this far before and I have to do it. And it's horrible. Got on this like eight mile run. It was the furthest I'd ever run up until that point in my life. About a mile and a half from home, I just like hit a wall. All of a sudden I couldn't breathe. I started crying. I was like hyperventilating and I just, I was like, I'm not going to make it. Like I'm not going to get home. I'm, I cannot put one foot in front of the other any longer. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. My husband and I run together and he was like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like it's, it's okay. You, this is the longest you've ever run before. It's okay to like freak out a little bit, but you're going to be okay. And then I, I don't know if I like walked for a little bit or whatever, but eventually made it home. I think some people are very, you know, they find it to be a meditative experience. They can kind of clear their head when they're running or focus on the rhythm of their steps or whatever people say. And that has never been my experience. My brain is the whole time that I'm running. Most of it telling me, you can't do this. You're not strong enough. You aren't going to be able to make it. You're not running fast enough. Why are you doing this? This is stupid. Everything hurts. How did you do that for two and a half years if you hated it so much? 
it was fun to try to prove to myself that I was strong enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And that little voice in my head that before was currently saying, or, you know, had been saying before, you're not strong enough, you can't do this. That voice got quieter as I proved to myself that I could do it. I could run faster and I could run those longer distances and didn't feel like I was going to, you know, never walk again afterwards. And so that was really satisfying and that made it a lot more um, just enjoyable for me. Did you find that that translated into your life about being able to shut that voice down? I wish that translated into my life. (laughs) That would be a neat little little story. That would be a great... That would be a great um, outcome. Yeah. And success story. Yeah. No, that hasn't been my experience. It has been a good experience to prove to myself that my body, that my like physical strength can do more than I thought it could. Um, I always, I feel like I've always sort of discounted my body. I've always identified myself as, you know, too gangly and too uncoordinated and not athletic and not strong and just kind of wrote that off. But running, you know, building up the ability to run longer distances and faster has been empowering for me in that physical sense and it's made me really respect my body for what it can do and kind of be like oh okay body like I didn't quite give you enough credit Um, and I'm hoping I feel like that's translating a little bit into the experience of being pregnant um, which is you know this like pretty wild thing that your body (laughs) does and like arguably like you know, is supposed to be able to do, but doesn't mean that it's like easy or feels comfortable. So in a way, yeah, I kind of have looked at the experience of that, like the experience of getting stronger and proving to myself that I can achieve things physically that I didn't think were possible. I'm like hoping that the culmination of that will be like the experience of giving birth, which is sort of like the ultimate, I don't know, maybe not the ultimate, but a pretty big like physical challenge. It's weird because now that I'm pregnant, I haven't really been running very much. I mean, the the first couple months I was just too tired to run. Um, and so I took some time off and then I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out again because I would see people running and I would get really jealous. I'd be like, oh, I just want to run. Like I want to, I want to do that. And so I started to feel a little bit better and I like went out for a run and I was really worried. I was really nervous that like, I don't know, it was going to feel like my insides were going to just drop out of my body if I ran or like moved quickly. And I went for this run and it felt great. And I just was like, oh my gosh, like. I really miss this. I I legitimately love doing this. Like this is like a way to spend my time that I really enjoy. And then when I'm when it's over, I like have so much energy and I feel so great. Um, and I think yeah, I think having like a break from it or like not being able to do it and then getting back into it made me realize that I actually really did like it. 
like just for itself, not for, you know, the purposes of like training for a race or whatever, but just like the activity itself. I realized I had really missed doing. What was it as you were doing it? What, what was it that you found that you missed? Like, was it, did you find like the rhythm in your feet or like, was it meditative or what was it? No, I still have never really gotten that meditative thing with running. (laughs) So I like to listen to music when I run and it's music that I don't really listen to otherwise. It's like really cheesy, like upbeat, like pop music. You know, I have these like different running playlists that when I hear them, like bring me back to like really like positive, like I can picture like where I was in the park on this one run when this song came on and like gave me so much energy or like Katy Perry's roar, you know, I just take off like a bat out of hell when that song comes on, you know, I can run so fast. Uh, And I would like really not under any other circumstance ever listen to Katy Perry, but uh, it works for that. And that was, that was the thing that I realized I missed. I was like, oh, I missed this time to just like be outside and just kind of be by myself and be listening to this like dumb cheesy music that like energizes me. Hmm. What's the hardest part of training for a half marathon? I think the hardest part for me about training for a half marathon is running through the continuing to run through the pain, physical pain and the mental self-doubt, which that's probably true for a lot of things in life, one or the other or both. How do you do it? How do you push through the physical and mental pain? You, you just have to keep doing it. And either the pain gets better or you get more used to being in pain all the time and either the mental voice the voice in your head telling you you can't do it either quiets on its own or you prove it wrong because you show it that you can do it 